radio. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. Tuned in to the track stop. Hey, yo, what's cracking? It's your man, LaCraig, aka Crazy Crayola, the bond servant. Right now, you listening to the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. was good? All right, for all things track stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Okay. Um, a lot going on. Um, so you guys know what's happening. So we'll, we'll, we'll skip all that. I'm sure, um, you know, you've been keeping up with, you know, protests are still going on. Second week into the third week now. Day 12. But, uh, we're going to start with, um, Drew Brees. Rick's boy, Drew Brees. Um, (laughs) how you doing, Rick? You good? I'm excellent, brother. Feeling great. Um, Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. <laughs> could could not have you on here. <laughs> so uh, let me. I'll, I'll start with what he said, and I'll kind of show you the progression of everything that happened today. So bear with me. But um, uh, we we gonna get into it and see see if we can uh, figure out what's going. Everyone is looking back now at Kaepernick's protests from a few years ago, and obviously they were always about police brutality. And now it's coming back to the fore, and a lot of people expect that we will see players kneeling again even when the NFL season starts. I'm curious how you think the NFL will and should respond to that. And, of course, you're such a leader in the league. Uh, What is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and and players in the league? Well, I will will never agree with anybody – disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution. All right. So that's what Drew Brees said that that started all this uh, backlash. And um, so immediately, um, I'll just say the best, the best wide receiver in the NFL is on his team. And he responded by saying he don't know no better. Um, we don't care if you don't agree and whoever else knows about that. So right away, people on his own team were reacting really, really strongly to this. 
And yeah. uh, one of the strongest reactions came from somebody else on the scene, Malcolm Jenkins. So let's, let's, let's listen to what he said. Drew Brees, if you don't understand how hurtful, how insensitive your comments are, you are part of the problem. To think that because your grandfathers served in this country and you have a great respect for the flag, that everybody else should have the same ideals and, and, and thoughts that you do is ridiculous. And it shows that you don't know history. Because when our grandfathers fought in, for this country and served, and they came back, they didn't come back to a hero's welcome. They came back and got attacked <clears throat> for wearing their uniforms. They came back to people, to racism, to complete violence. And then here we are in 2020 with the whole country on fire. Everybody witnessing a black man dying at the hand, being murdered at the hands of the police with his just in cold blood for everybody to see. The whole country's on fire. And the first thing that you do is criticize one's peaceful protest. That was years ago when we were trying to signal a uh, 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 sign for help and signal for our allies and our white brothers and sisters, the people we considered to be friends to get involved. It was ignored. And here we are now with the world on fire and you still continue to first criticize how we peaceful how we peacefully protest because it doesn't fit in what you do and your beliefs without ever acknowledging that a fact that the man was murdered at the hands of police in front of us all and that it has been continuing for centuries that the same brothers that you break the huddle down with before every single game the same guys that you bleed with and go on a battle with every single day go home to communities that have been <coughs> decimated Drew, un uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, you're somebody who doesn't understand their privilege. You don't understand the potential that you have to actually be an advocate for the people that you call brothers. You don't understand the history and why people like me, people with my skin color, whose grandfather fought for this country, who served, and I still protested against that, against the, not against the national anthem, but against what was happening in America and what our, the fabric of this country is for or stands for. If you don't understand that other people experience something totally different than you, and I'm telling you, I'm dealing with these things. I'm telling you, my communities are dealing with these things. And your response to me is, don't talk about that here. This is not the place. Where is the place, Drew? I'm disappointed. I'm hurt. Because while the world tells you that you're not worthy, that your life doesn't matter, The last place you want to hear from are the guys that you that you go to war with and that you consider to be allies and to be your friends. Even though we're teammates, I can't let this slide. 
I can't let this slide. All right, so that was the reaction uh, from his team. Uh, what did you guys think at that point? Because there's there's more to this story, but at that point, what were you thinking? Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> that's rare I am that you not can, gonna be first. I am not rare that you can see anymore. first word um, in any situation. So I definitely uh, will take it. Um, what? It's rare that you concede first word. You know that. Um, so here's the point. Um, at that point, I was like, yo, the Saints are in, in deep turmoil, right? Um, Malcolm Jenkins just became a, a part of this conversation, a part of the Saints conversation. He was picked up in the offseason. He was definitely drafted by them, but he had went away to Philadelphia for a while. And the Saints bought him back um, for this season. He brings in a, a bunch of leadership. So it's him and Demario Davis. A lot of them have been advocates for black rights and, and things of that nature. They've led the charge. Right. And so when he came out, I expected Malcolm Jenkins to reply. I did expect him to reply outright and not subtweet. So a lot of the other, um, you know, teammates, um, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, um, even Emmanuel Sanders, who just joined the team, subtweeted, right? I expected a outright response from a guy like Malcolm Jenkins because he's been so vocal. So when he came out and said what he said, I knew at that point that there would there's a much needed conversation that, that had to take place. What I didn't know at that point is that the conversation between him and Drew Brees had already taken place. Yeah. And so mm. um, he he recorded the video right talk to drew Brees, and then release the video you oh, feel what man. i'm saying yeah. and so and and that's that's not like that's that's i talked to sean before i'm like yo that's probably one of the most gangster thing i've ever seen right like basically <laughs> i'm i'm outright saying and i know that in the conversation with drew Brees, i'm sure he didn't hold back anything especially yeah. if you'll come back and release the video. So I'm sure in his conversation with Drew Brees, he was as candid as he was on, on, on video. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and yeah. at that point, I was like, yo, this, this is going to come to a, there's going to be a team meeting. It's going to be a huge conversation that takes place between the rest of the Saints and Drew Brees, where they explained to him exactly what was wrong and where his blind spot was in that situation. Of course, the media grabs a hold of this and it gets worse. Laura Ingram weighed in and, of course, people pointed out her hypocrisy because of what she said earlier. So let's hear that. It's always unwise to seek political advice from someone who gets paid $100 million a year to bounce a ball. Oh, and LeBron and Kevin, you're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself. Or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. Well, he's allowed to have his view about what kneeling and the flag means to him. I mean, he's a person. He has some worth, I would imagine. I mean, this is beyond football, though. This is totalitarian, totalitarian conduct. This mm -hmm. is Stalinist. And by the way, on the streets of New Orleans, we're looking at live pictures. They're yep. shouting F Drew Brees. Wow. That's what that's, that's what me. this moment has done to the beautiful team this spirit is, of the New Orleans. This Saints. is a great. He's a great Christian man. He's, he's a great Christian man. Yeah. He's, so he's a great Christian man. That's that's where really? the conversation went. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> that's where the conversation went. Um, uh, then Drew Brees apologized. All right. So he said, I would like to apologize to my friends, teammates, city of New Orleans, the black community, NFL community and anyone I heard with my comments yesterday. Speaking with some of you, it breaks my heart to know the pain I have caused. And in an attempt to talk about respect, unity, and solidarity centered around the American flag and the national anthem, I made comments that were insensitive and complete. 
Mr. Mark, on the issues we are facing right now as a country, they lacked awareness and any type of compassion or empathy. Instead, these words have become divisive, hurtful, and led people into believing that somehow I am an enemy. This could not be further from the truth. It's not an accurate reflection of my heart or my character. This is where I stand. Stand with the black community in the fight against systemic uh, racial injustice and police brutality and support the creation of real policy change that will make a difference. I condemn the years of oppression that have taken place throughout our black communities and still exist today. I acknowledge that we are uh, we as Americans, including myself, have not done enough to fight equality or to truly understand the struggles and plight of the black community. I recognize that I am part of the solution and be a leader for the black community in this movement. I will never know what it's like to be black, a black man or raise black children in America, but I will work every day to put myself in shoes and fight for what is right. I've always been an ally, never an enemy. I am sick about the way my comments were perceived yesterday, but I take full responsibility and accountability. I recognize I should do less talking or listening. And when the black community is talking about it, we all need to listen. So that was mm-hmm. what happened next. And of course, he followed that up with a video. I know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now, but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and, and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution, and I am your ally. And I know no words We'll do that justice. That's going to have to be. That's going to have to be. So did you accept the apology, Rick? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you follow my if you follow my um, my Twitter feed. Right. Um, you can MTMV follow sports, at, right? MTMV well, you can follow sports. at MTMV sports or you can follow me at Rick Sincere. I actually yes, put these sir. comments on um, at Rick Sincere. Um, if you if you follow my if you follow me there. You can absolutely see that I, I, I of course, I, 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 you know, accepted his apology. Let me tell you why. So the reason why I accepted Drew Brees' apology, first off, is because most times uh, when racists speak, right, or if they really have a heart for that racism, when they speak and they say stuff, they don't pull back what they say and they don't apologize. So generally, you don't get apologies like Laura Ingram. We we saw her earlier. Did you get her apology video? No, you didn't. You know why you didn't? Because she's not apologizing. When Donald Trump says stuff that's out of line, um, and do you get an apology video from Donald Trump? You do not. You know why? Because he don't apologize. He stands on what he's saying when he says stuff that's crazy, right? Um, when when racists do racist stuff, they don't generally apologize. Um, in this particular case, you have a you have a guy like Drew Brees, and this is why people in, in Louisiana love drew Brees to start off with right he's always had a heart a christian people say he's a great christian there's a reason for that right because what he generally does is christ-like right he kind of holds himself in a humble fashion he was humble when he met my little cousin in, in the mcdonald's right and he grabbed him and he hugged him and he took pictures with him like me hey, he knows him from nobody but that's a humble drew Brees. when i go to training camp and i watch drew Brees interact and engage with fans what i see from him is a humble guy who's 
takes the time to stay there and sign everybody's autograph before he leaves the field, even though there's hundreds of people out there waiting, waiting to talk to him. So that's the Drew Brees I see. Drew Brees, who's donated $5 million just recently to the state of Louisiana and for COVID relief. That Drew Brees, the same Drew Brees who donates a million dollars to Purdue, right? Or then turns around and donates $250,000 to rebuild schools in Gentilly. That's the Drew Brees that I know. That's the Drew Brees that I know about, right? So I knew for a fact that Drew Brees in this situation, what, what would he do? He knew he said something wrong. He knew he came out of pocket. He knew that was a blind spot. He knew he was wrong, right? And when teammates brought their feelings to him and when he understood, here's the problem though. He didn't do it the first time. That's the issue. And we'll talk about that in a second. But, <laughs> this, but this time when it all went down and he had to face the situation with his teammates, he then came out, realized and saw their heart and then um, you know saw the wrongness in his, in his comments and apologized. Hey, can I can I can I can I respond? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I really want I want I want anybody to really hear what I'm about to say. So, like, I really want to say what what Rick really wanted to say. Yes, sir. sir. Yes, sir. Drew. <laughs> 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 um, so, so here's my take on this. Right? Um, have we all been in this situation before where we've said something and we wish we could take it back? Absolutely. Um, does it also mean that it reflects insensitivity in, in our heart in some way? Absolutely. I think that Drew Brees, um, man, he, he, he definitely felt it, right? But he didn't understand what the protests were from the beginning. That's my opinion. My opinion is the, the, the kneeling of the, uh, the knee taken at the stadium was something that he's caught headlines of, right? But nobody ever explained it to him. That's what my thought is. Man, that's coming from a that, Falcons fan. Uh, this is big of you, Ryan. Yeah, no, no, no. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, um, I think that I think that um, Malcolm Malcolm Jennings. I think after Jenkins. I'm not a person for mess, right? And I know that the air the grievances need to be aired, but I wish that that had been done in private, right? I wish that had been done um, where they came together and had a, a, a meeting or a team building exercise or something like that. Or you could see them all huddled around and they're explaining to him why they felt the way he, they did about his comment. I just feel like that's, you know, your teammate and everything like that. And to go back and put that out on Twitter and all that kind of stuff, it makes problems for a team absolutely worse, right? Just being able to come back in the locker room and have that conversation and that weirdness, that awkwardness, where it's like, you know, the, the Bible says when you have alts against your brother, you go to him, right? And if he's not listening, then you take an elder he, with you. He did go to him, though, Fred. Like, he did. And, he did. And that's the cool part about it. He went he to also, him he privately also went and to publicly. With the world. Yeah, the, the publicly part is the part I'm saying this. Is Malcolm Jennings, does Malcolm, Malcolm Jennings identify as a Christian? I think he does. I think he I'm, did. All right. I'm, so I'm not sure. Drew. Jen it is Jen it is. Malcolm he Jenkins. He keeps saying Jennings. I said Jennings. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's why I mean you had an issue with our um, with our tweet. <laughs> I mean our text messages, right? But um, hey, wait, whatever. But, <laughs> but but no, look, he he goes to him. Drew Brees' comments were public. They were public for everybody to see. So the yeah. response to Drew Brees should be both private and public because well, he you made said his that, comments publicly. Well, you said that he had a conversation with Drew Brees first and then he put out the video. It yep. should have been the he video and then it should have been the video and then called Drew Brees. That's not what you mean. All right. Can, no, I, can, no. I, say, can I say something real quick? Drew, I think I think Drew Brees knew 
he knows what he's doing because one he they say he did the blackout. Did y'all do the? We did the blackout on our on our um this week. Yeah. So he did the blackout. So he knows. Maybe he doesn't know the correlation between the flag in the in in um George Floyd. Maybe he doesn't know the difference between that. But at the same time, it was like you're like somebody in the, in the comments saying that was his opinion. Yes, that was his opinion, but at the wrong time. It is definitely at the wrong time. The, the definitely definitely wrong time. at the wrong time. So now you got people looking at him like you got you got your own fans saying blank Drew Brees in New Orleans. That's crazy. Which yeah. means it actually hurt. You know what I mean, yes. that, that actually hurt. Well, I'm just waiting yeah. to see but, him burn his jersey because I, th- I thought that was going to be the next. But step. never fear. Why? Never fear. Why it hurts. Never fear. <laughs> There's always somebody to come and make it worse. Here we go. Donald Trump. I'm a big fan of Drew Brees. I think he's truly one of the greatest quarterbacks, but he should not have taken back his original stance on honoring our magnificent American flag. Oh, glory is to be revered, cherished, and flown high. We should be standing up straight and tall, ideally with a salute or a hand on heart. There are other things you can protest, but not our great American flag. No kneeling. Get your boy, Jeremiah. Dude, the flag. I just don't get it, man. I don't get, your boy, get it. Jeremiah. I don't get, get it. This yeah, obsession with boys the flag together. has got to stop. Hey, don't worry. Don't worry. Drew Brees responded to Nah, nah they're not together no more. <laughs> Drew, Brees, Drew Brees posted on Instagram, dear Donald Trump or President Trump, uh, through my ongoing conversations with friends, teammates, and leaders in the black community, I realize this is not an issue about the American flag. It has never been. We can no longer use the flag to turn people away or distract them from the real issues that face our Woo! black communities. We did this back in 2017, and regretfully, I uh, brought it back with my comments this week. We must stop talking about the flag and shift our attention to the real issues of systemic racial injustice, economic uh, oppression, police brutality, and du- judicial and prison reform. We are at a critical juncture in our nation's history. If not now, then when? We as a white community need to listen and learn from the pain and suffering of our black communities. Ooh. We must acknowledge the problems, identify the solutions, and then put Y'all this into action. The anything. black community cannot do it alone. This will require all of us. He's got a fantastic PR person writing for him. Hopefully it's the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm yeah. hoping. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping for too. That's it's, 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 it's Jay Spirit, the PR <laughs> person for the, the, for the saints. Actually, no, man. Um, Honestly, honestly, I think remember we talked about why why you know people are saying F Drew Brees and why there's so many. I'm sorry, blank Drew Brees. I don't know what's better here, forgive. but um, <laughs> but in this yes, forgive Drew Brees. But um, for for the most part, right? It wasn't what he said in in his initial comments. It wasn't what he said. Is what he omitted from from what those initial statements were right he at that point he could have said a bunch he could have talked about george floyd he could have talked about brianna taylor he could have talked about ahmaud arbery he could have talked about the injustice at that point he could have bought that up but instead of bringing that up when the question was posed to him he bought up the flag and so everybody say yo you missed the whole point right i thought ernie johnson um said it best right from um nba on on tnt he comes out and says that hey we can no longer use the flag as a blindfold right and I think mm. that's basically what what he's doing or what he did in that moment or what most people are doing. If you look at the response, look at the response to Drew Brees comments to Donald Trump right on Twitter. That's coming from Saints fans. But all Saints fans aren't aren't like me. Right. A lot of Saints mm. fans are on the other side of this argument. And man, they come at him 
they come at Drew Brees quite hard. They said, as some guy says, hey, you're completely emasculated at this point. They think he kowtowed to, I'm, I'm dead serious, man. Um, they completely came out against him. And this, not, this is one guy I'm reading. There's tons and tons and tons of responses like this um, from people who are, are, are claiming to be Saints fans. So it is a bold thing for Drew Brees to come out and speak the way he's speaking to Donald Trump because yeah. he knows that at that point, he isolates almost I want to say he's cut least, off from everybody now. Yeah, he's cut off at least forty percent in his response of the people who support him on a, on a you know weekly basis. So yeah, so things things are still moving. Um, the players uh, got together. Michael Thomas, I assume, led this, um, but they got together. No oh, good. And, That's what I wanted to see. And they uh, they put this video out. It's been ten days since George Floyd was brutally murdered. How many times do we need to ask you? to listen to your players. What will it take for one of us to be murdered by police brutality? What if I was George Floyd? If I was George Floyd? What if I was George Floyd? 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 I am George Floyd. I am Breonna Taylor. I am Ahmaud Arbery. I am Eric Garner. I am I am Tamir Rice. I am Trayvon Martin. I am Walter Scott. I am Michael Brown Jr. I am Samuel Du Bois. I am Frank Smart. I'm Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our right to peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit. So, on behalf of the National Football League, this is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, the National National Football Football League, League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong and silence in our players from peacefully protesting. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black Black lives lives matter. matter. Black lives matter. Wow. So, so that came next, and well, I actually didn't expect this, but then uh, Roger Goodell responded. It has been a difficult time for our country, in particular, black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. <laughs> and he ain't even looking at the camera. Right. So that the, was... The Rock Nation thugs were like, this is what you're going to say. <laughs> that's where we stand. That's where we stand today. So what, what do you guys think about everything that's been happening with this? this whole- that's an apology I don't accept. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, the man who's been killing fantasy football 15 years in a row. Man, look, what I'm what I'm saying is um, what what and I love the script that he read. That was awesome. Because, um, I mean, look, no, honestly, credit. honestly, you need to go back. Right. Like, OK, there's one guy who who would help me to accept that apology. Right. There's one situation that would help me to see the situation that there actually is true contrition. If if. If you Colin go back Kaepernick. and you mention, yes, in that statement, why is Colin Kaepernick, but, but why is he omitted from that statement? I mean, I know there's legal reasons why he's omitted from that statement. At the same time, um, you need to go back and make that situation right. You uh, showed me what you, you had. A, okay, somebody put this in the headline. And I got you, J, um, Jeremiah. Somebody yeah. put this in the headline um, that the NFL had a four year head start. And they still dropped the ball here. They still failed the situation. They had a four-year head start, right? And they still let the situation drop. And you want to know why? Because honestly, at the heart of the matter, there's not a true concern. If there really is a true concern, then you go back and you make the situation right. And once you make that situation right with Colin Kaepernick, then for like by all means, I'm ready to listen. I'm I'm ready to listen. I'm willing to listen a little bit more. But this statement is this feels more PR to me than than anything else because I don't see the true heart there that follows it that I just, I just i just think that it's not it's not a real realization for 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 I, I i think for people to understand is that the reason why after they blackballed him is like you know i don't think they will bring him back you know what i'm saying like they, i just don't I just, I, 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 just don't think, I just don't think they're gonna bring him back and then i think another thing too to me i think i think his his i think kaepernick's um his role in life now is way bigger than football, man. I think I think it's almost a leadership. I, I believe that he should he should be the leader that black people are looking for, honestly. Mm. And I, I just so, being real. Wait, who? Cap. Colin Kaepernick. Is, is there an obligation, right? <laughs> for all these for all these companies and all these people. Are they speaking out of obligation or are they speaking fear. from the heart? They speaking out of right? fear, because man. that's the part that bothers me the most is like. When you see an obligation to something, you feel like you can't back out of it. We can't get away from this. We got to say we got to do something. We got to say something. But if there is actually like the heart being reflected here, then the sincerity is taken, you know, for what it is. But I just don't feel that with every company that's now come out with a statement, because like like Rick just said, they had years and years of this happening. Right. Years and years of this. This isn't the first story of this. Right. And so. I, I, I mean, even by the time we were up to Eric Garner, it's like we have had so much of this, right? And yeah. so many years have passed from that situation, from Jordan Davis situation, from all these situations of, of black people being killed unarmed uh, while innocent or while, you know, whatever. And you had time for that, right? Why is it that when the world, when the world says something bad, that this is bad, then there, everybody else in the country got to line up and say it's bad too. Every other major outlet, every other major uh, brand or organization has to say it's bad too. When the world takes notice, well, I, I think I think the the difference is, and the sad part is, it feels like the. Um, I feel like people started seeing this video of him or George Floyd not resisting, not fighting back the cops, but just suffering for his life. And that was his moment. It's almost like the moment back in the day when the world saw the cops beating everybody up that was protesting um, in Selma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once once white America saw that, they was like, oh, snap, this is for real. Like, th- these people are not lying. So I think 
that's what's one of those things that when people start to see it, they started saying, okay, everybody getting on board. And then another thing too is um, when you start to see people protest and like normally people protest and it kind of dies down, but this is growing stronger and getting stronger and continuously to protest. You got it. You almost, it's almost like you, everybody getting on a bandwagon. It's like, yo, we, 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 we down for black clauses now. So you got corporations, you got all types of corporations in America saying almost I'm sorry to black America and giving out funding to black communities, which is a great thing. Great yeah. thing. But the problem, like Rick just said, is it's wow late. We should have got all this back in like in 20, what, 2014, 2013, 2016. 2016. I mean, even cases for like that. Trayvon Martin, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. So I just think I just think right now um, it's it's a good situation that um that people are becoming aware and not just black people. I mean, everybody, young, old people saying, hey, yo, this was wrong. And um, George Floyd deserved justice. Well, let's, so I, I think I think I just think, man, it's crazy. Let's see how it plays out. Um, I don't know why people are saying what they're saying, but let's let's hope that um, some actual change is happening in some hearts. That's that's what yeah. really matters. I don't want pressure to be the reason why people say what they say. I want it to be because the heart change yeah. happened. So we'll right. talk more because we, we got a lot more to talk about because we're going to talk about Rush Limbaugh later. So stay tuned. All right. Jeremiah, you're up. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Shantana, DJ <laughs> Jeremiah. Go. What's up? This is No Big Deal representing Middle Tennessee and Indie Tribe. You are now in the field with the track stars. It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. Man, it's entertainment report time. Let's get it going. All right, man. Shout out to King Chav. He announced that he is now with RMG Amplified, man. I mean, we've seen his grind, man, doing his thing, of course, with the weekend um, radio show, but then also him just as an MC killing it. Yeah, man. So, man, shout out to him, man. Um, RMG Amplified. I see what y'all are doing over there, Doc Watson and Derek Miner. Yo, you guys are, are building some great things with these artists, man. So, shout out to you guys. All right, man. Kirk Franklin versus Fred Hammond, man. Shout mm. out to them, man. That that versus battle was very good, man. It was anointed, fun, and very needed for what was going on, man. It was just like worship music, praise music, you know what I mean? Kirk played classic like Revolution, Silver and Gold, Why I Sing, Looking for You, Brighter Day, and more. And Fred played classic like No Weapon, Bless, Don't Pass Me By, Bread of Life, This Is The Day, and more. If you missed it, go check it out on YouTube, man. It is, it's, it's very good, man. It's, it'll bless you. I guarantee you it'll bless you. All right, man. Um, Kanye West donates. Um, a representative of Kanye West said that he will donate $2 million to the family of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and Breonna Teller. He also is donating to the legal fees for the families. And he has made a separate donation to support Black-owned businesses in his native home of Chicago and across the country. He also set up a plan to fully cover the college education of Floyd's six-year-old daughter, Gianna. Um, the announcement came the same day as um, the new report found that West is now the highest paid musician in the world by a significant margin. So shout out to Kanye, man. I saw he was actually out there, right? Yeah, yeah. He was in he was in the trenches in Chicago. So shout out to him. All right, man. Lecrae leaves Columbia Records. Lecrae recently had an interview with um, Variety a Magazine. And in the interview, it came out. Um, Lecrae is now an indie artist, man. This is what he said. He said, I want to release music when I want. 
people need this. When you're part of a major, there are decisions such as having a release, um, another artist single on the same day, or you can't talk to the label president because they're dealing with other artist situations. If I'm being 100% candid, when you have that many artists, there are simply other priorities that are not you. When you are independent, you are your own priority. You don't have to wait in line to make them see the value of who you are as an artist. Also, I don't want to wait to approve to do a feature or be a guest on somebody else's record where with the major, by the time I get all the department heads to say, yes, the moment is gone. Now I can do whatever I want. Question for you. Yeah. Are major labels doing what they need to do with our artists? Um, I don't think so, man. I, I, mm. I think, I, I think um, honestly, and it's just my opinion, I think um, the labels are trying to make Christian artists go more inspirational. I think once you get there, they're going to be like, well, don't do this, don't do that. And it just, you, by the time you go there, you can, <laughs> you couldn't have, I was about to say, you could have been like Lecrae on Rebel and then just been, just turned basically like just positive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of the um, Christian hip hop artists are leaving the major labels that they've been a part of. And it just seems like either they shelf them or they don't treat them good or they don't help you know, help their careers any more than the organic way that they grew their fan base with us. Yeah. And I, I just think, I think they look at what your numbers are and then they sign you, or if they see you got a hot song, they'll sign you yeah. for like maybe a single deal. Or then if you, if they feel like you're an artist that could sell records, then they'll probably do like a deal, a record deal with you. Um, but it's shocking, man. I think, I think to, for him, cause he, I don't know what his deal was, but I mean, he released. Um, I don't know how long he was signed with Under Color. Was he signed with them on the Anomaly? Because then that's uh, it was, he was with them. I think with Anomaly. Yeah, so I that, think that was, was the first project. Or or was it Gravity? Uh, was it Gravity? It was after Anomaly. Really? I thought it was Anomaly. Maybe it was the buzz of Anomaly that got it there. Anomaly got him maybe for number one, and then I think kind of happened. So, oh, okay. and then, so I guess his first record with them was All Things Work Together because he did a big press run for All Things Work Together and then um, let, the, let the church, let the trap church say amen or something like that. And then I think that was pretty much it. So, I mean, I mean, he's going to be good, man. You, we, we all know Lecrae um, and Reach and what they would do with his projects and stuff. He'd be fine, man. Um, yeah. Okay, copy section. Mowgli the Iceberg, Sad People Make Dope Music. I, 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 for now on, I'm not just going to say people's name. I'm going to try to sound it out. Y'all can sound it mm -hmm. out with me. So it's P-H-A-I-N-O. What is that? Piano? Okay. What? Casanova. <laughs> Armand Wake Up. Armand and Doc. Arrow on My Way singles. Um, Sellers Hamilton, Same War single. Zay Hill, Trenches single. Paul Russell, FaceTime single. Um, DJ, K DJ Michael V and King Chavs, Redemption single. Mitch Durrell, Stop Killing a single. And we are working on um, a, uh, a Injustice, I mean, a Justice for All playlist. Um, the playlist is going to be songs from different CHH artists and urban gospel artists uh, with songs um, dealing with the black plight, um, dealing with injustice, and then also songs just to just like motivate you if you're going out to protest or if you feel like, you know, change need to happen and you just want to feel motivated. So it's called Justice you, for All Playlist. It's on that's Spotify. That's what you've been hearing today. 
Yeah, we've been playing oh, a little no. bit of that's why you heard the no. Mary Mary can't give up now. So um that was one of the songs that was on there. So this is a mixture of stuff. So be on the lookout for that. We're gonna be um almost done with that by I would say by the end of the week. Um, because we're gonna try to find more songs to add to it. But yeah. What up, Ryan? Man, shout out to the Nectar artists that released this week. Osaze released all on me. Um, Highlight Real uh, back on the scene. He released Know What I'm Saying. And One V on the track released Wave. So shout out to all the Nectar artists. If you don't already know about Nectar or have Nectar, make sure you go to NectarDistro.com to sign up today. Also, I want to shout out to 520 Collective. They have a new podcast dropping on June 15th. Make sure you check it out. All right. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, yo, what's going on? It's your man, Ryan Righteous of the track stars, man. I want to tell you about an awesome feature called the Music Submissions. You know how they say nothing's ever free? Well, that's a myth with track stars. Send us your music. We'll add it to SoundCloud for free. There's also an opportunity for you to be able to get your song aired on the radio. For more information, email us at contactus at trackstars.com. You are listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. DJ Jeremiah. You know what time it is. going on track stars universe this is sean david grant aka sean tana with the track stars i just want to welcome you to the podcast let you know about everything we got going on make sure you go to trackstars.com to find out the latest in the track stars universe and also please do us a big favor go to twitter.com slash track stars and follow us go to facebook.com slash track stars and like us go to youtube.com slash the field track stars and subscribe to us do the same thing on soundcloud at track stars universe everywhere you see track stars follow us because you have no idea how much that helps us do that right now. Pause the podcast, whatever you got to do. All right, now come back and listen to the show. Let's go. What's good, people? It's your boy, DJ Patton. I want to give a shout-out to Track Stars Live. Keep it locked, y'all. It's going down right here, right now. You heard it from your boy, D. Hattie. Yeah, back in the field with the Track Stars. Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? 
All right, make sure you go to NectarDistro.com if you are one of the ones out there looking for music distribution. Over 200 digital outlets with direct deals with uh, iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, Pandora, you name it, and so many more. Make sure you go to NectarDistro.com today to sign up, all right? Yeah, man. So uh, more stuff happened. So Rush Limbaugh was on The (laughs) Breakfast Club. And uh, I think it shocked a lot of people. I, they even felt the need to put like a disclaimer before the video started um, because yeah. I know they were worried about the backlash for having somebody like him on. You don't know who Rush Limbaugh is. He's a very, very conservative radio host, very popular, um, been on for, for a very long time. He was just honored by President Trump at the last State of the Union address. Yeah. Controversial opinions. Um, you decide how you feel about him if you go look him up. Uh, but having him on the Breakfast Club was was a big deal. Like so, um, I, I have a clip for you to hear. Um, it's edited down. It's not the whole clip. So if you want to go uh, go to Breakfast Club to see what he said in totality, I just caught the the highlight. So listen to this, and we'll come back. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, let me <laughs> can, can, can I tell you why I wanted to the George Floyd story is being lost. Right. There are two things happening in America, and and it's it. It sickens me what happened to him. Legitimate national outrage about a policeman's criminal brutality has been hijacked. And I don't want to forget about George Floyd. What what happened to George Floyd sickened me. And I wanted to reach out and tell you all this. I, w- I want to make sure you have no doubt. And I'm not the only American who feels this way. The senselessness of it. You, you know, we're only given one life. We don't get a do-over. We only get one. We all take it for granted because it you know it just happened. We're born, we don't even remember that. But George Floyd had his taken away from him. He didn't lose it. He had it taken away from him in a he senseless, stupid way. And I think most Americans are just as angry and sad about this as I am. And I'm also angry at the cops that stood around there and didn't do anything to stop it. It was just I can't tell you how frustrated it is, and I just I just wanted to share the emotion I have with you guys about mm-hmm. this and to try to convey to you that I actually think most Americans are just as sickened and outraged by it as I am. Mm-hmm. To me, this is not America. It's a it's a it's a it's a sad Oh no, it's definitely America. Well, see, but it's it's not what we can be. It's not what we have been. We're the greatest nation in history of the world, and we haven't achieved that on the basis for, for of being, who though, Russ? We're I, th- not, I think I think that I think it's easy for you to say because you're you're a white male, and that comes with a different level of privilege. And I do think America does work, but it works for the people that it was designed to work for. It doesn't work for everybody else the way it works for you. Well, it can. That's the point of America. It can for anybody who wants to adapt to it, for anybody who wants to try to take advantage of the unique opportunities that exist in the United States. But look, you guys, let me tell you, you are a testament to the opportunity available in America. Look at you. How did you do it? What did you have to overcome to become the Breakfast Club? And what did you have to overcome become dominant in morning drive and American radio? Who held you back or what were you able to overcome in order to do it? The opportunity is there. It's the only thing I'm saying. How are you going to use your privilege as a white male to combat this prejudice? You, you got a direct because line. I, I don't, I don't buy Trump. into the, No, wait a minute. I don't buy into the notion of white privilege. See, I, oh, I, I, I think that's a liberal. That's a liberal political construct, right along the lines of of uh, 
political correctness. It's designed to intimidate and get people to shut up and admit they're guilty of doing things Russ, they haven't done. You know, I don't have you, I don't have any you know white. What, privilege. You know what white privilege is? White privilege is that what what happened to George Floyd would not have happened to a white man. If 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 what happened to George Floyd had happened to a white man, we probably wouldn't even have heard about it. But guys, can I ask right. you, you keep harping on white privilege and racism. Would you tell me how to end it? How, how, what what can we do to end this so that you are not frustrated and angry and and feeling like whatever you feel like? Because I hate killing it. I hate, you guys people. were all That's Americans one. here, and I don't like officers. the fact That's that you're two. angry all well, the time. So what no, can we do okay. to stop the racism? Here's the thing, right? Um, as long as there's a system of white supremacy, you know, there will always be these type of situations. Because the Democrat I'm Party my, has been promising to fix your grievances for 50 years, and you have the same mm-hmm. grievances, you have the same complaints. They haven't done a damn thing for you. They haven't even punished the people that you think are responsible for the racism and bigotry being done to you. Why do you keep supporting them? Look, you... We, we we are all aware of police brutality. We're all aware of the uh, actions that some rogue cops take, uh, and it's way too many of them, against African-American men. And it's time to stop. And the, I, you know, I'm not a policeman. I'm not an executive in a police department. But it seems to me that if those people end up being charged and, instead of yeah. shielded, uh, when they commit murder, there shouldn't be any legalized murder. And, and that would be one way. Uh, to at least get a start on making sure it doesn't happen. I think what the president ought to do is use the God-given humility that he has, that he that that, and don't doubt me that he does. He has he has a lot of humility. There's nothing humble about the president. Come well, on. Well, no, there is. Even if, at, at every rally, you will see his, his all ego, his appreciation <clears throat> for the people that show up. Uh, but I, it's it, it's simple matter of understanding he's president of everybody here and trying to quell these these moments of unrest is something that would be really really to his advantage i think what you said about obama in 2014 applies when you when you said if he wants to he can inspire and i think it's called for in this situation I, but i don't think he man. wants to inspire i think he wants to incite well, okay. First, I do agree with you about the inspiration. I think I think he can. I think he should. I think all presidents uh, should. Uh, in terms of Trump inciting, look, the guy has had everybody and their uncle telling lies and falsehoods about him for three and a half, four years now, and he's probably a little fed up with it. Yeah, before the shutdown happened, look at what black unemployment was. It was a record low. The number of African-Americans have had jobs. The wages that were going up. And then this virus comes along and the bottom is pulled out from it. He's got to be frustrated as uh, as he can be. And I'm not trying to carry his water well, the black The black you. unemployment yes, rate started going down under Obama, too, though. I mean, that's, that's one thing that Trump takes credit for that actually started uh, under President Obama. It did? Okay. Well, that's... Yes. Then I'll, 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 <laughs> I don't I don't feel like I am a white supremacist, 
And I don't think there's much white supremacy going on out there, but I need to have you define. See, this is one of the divides on the white supremacy thing. I'm not in any kind of denial. I just know that it's a politically charged element of the Democrat Party's politics and liberalism. And I do not cave or compromise or give one iotas of an inch to liberalism no matter what. So white white supremacy or white privilege is a construct of today's Democrat Party, and I'm not going to agree with any aspect of it, as they put it. All right. So that's uh, what Rush Limbaugh had to say on The Breakfast Club. Again, that was that was edited down. I cut out a lot of it because we were trying to you know keep it for time. It was already long. So uh, that but that was just a summary of some of the points he made. What did y'all think? Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> Guess first always. <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. Can't hear you, Rick. No problem. He said a lot of ridiculous things here. A ton of them. Right? <laughs> um, now, now you definitely love to see a guy like uh, Rush Limbaugh interacting and engaging with the Breakfast Club because it gives them a larger platform, even though they dominate. Like he said, um, they dominate radio already, right? But Rush Limbaugh is one of the most, well, he is the highest, um, he's the most listened to radio show around. Um, he has, what, 15.5 million weekly listeners, right? And so you look at a guy like Rush Limbaugh, this is a huge platform for the Breakfast Club because now they're expanding. It's a great like place to have this conversation, a great person to have this conversation with. However, at the end of the day, um, I understand what Charlemagne said when he said it was a waste of my time, right? Um, and the reason he's saying that is because you look at what Russia saying. Russia said a lot of ridiculous stuff. He says, um, this is America, right? Well, that's not America. What you saw is not America. It's not what we've always been. Word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that right. wasn't you with, That wasn't you in the past? You haven't been like that yeah. before? Never have you been killing black people, um, you know, innocent black people. That's never been your deal? Word? What about Rosewood and, and Black Wall Street, right? No, none of those things ever happened? <laughs> but, Why you gotta shake <laughs> I'm the jazz hands? I'm just, it's nonsense. Yeah. Like, what do like, we, like, Emmett Till wasn't, wasn't in this country. People don't, thing people don't here, know right? about the Tulsa thing, though, Rick. Yeah, people don't yeah. know about the Tulsa. Oh, cool. No problem. Well, there was a thriving, <laughs> it was a thriving situation that was going on in Tulsa, right? Like, we had all kind of stuff going on, and then um, you had a bunch of white people who came to that place because of something that they felt happened to a, a young white girl. So, a young it. white girl. Say they not only raided, they burned it to the ground. Yeah. Right. They burned Black Wall Street to the, to the ground. And yeah. after they did that, there was no apologies. Back to the other point I was making. So um, <laughs> when we look at a situation like that, right, he's saying that's not America. It's not what it's always been. That's nonsense. It's nonsense yeah. what he said, right? And then on top of that, he's also saying, hey, look, there's not a lot of white supremacy going on here. Word? Like, like what, like what? There's a ton of white supremacy going on here. And if you're not paying attention to it, then you're, you're not paying attention to it because you don't want to pay attention to it. And that's, that's really that simple. And so what do I think? I think at the end of the day, um, I mean, cool. It was great for the breakfast club to kind of get out there. It was great to have this conversation, but I mean, if you have Charlemagne saying it was a waste of my time, there's a reason he's saying that he said he left that conversation feeling like feeling like it was unproductive i have no problem with talking to people from the other side but i just felt like um that's your real truth like when you talk through your real truth i don't know if i got that from him or from rush it felt like more of a performance why did it feel like a performance because he was performing yeah you know <laughs> the, the thing that bothered me was when he said that there's no such thing as white privilege 
right? And we know that not to be true because we can see so many different things. Even this week alone, they they put out numbers that said black people are less likely to get their jobs back from a situation where they've been furloughed or laid off. Black people get less callbacks because of their resume sounding like a black name, right? What is that? Why is that not privileged? And then he said something that really stood, stood with me, and I and I deal with this on a daily basis. Oh man, what happened? Oh, I don't know where that happened. Trump, Russ got to you. Yeah, <laughs> I deal with that on a daily basis. I deal with that on a daily basis, and now nah, I've moved up. That Trump Rafa. And the issue is this, man. The issue is uh, that's exactly what it was. Wi-Fi. Um, the issue is this. I deal with people on a daily basis who are looking for opportunities in life, right? There are several systematic things set up for black people and people of color not to have an opportunity, right? We can talk about the school system, K through 12. We can talk about being in an area where you only get noticed by bigger bigger name schools or scholarship opportunities. If you're not academically sound is if you can carry a rock, if you can hold a basketball, if you can throw a football, like different things like that. So that to me just was a, a really a waste of the breakfast club time. Now, I, what I will say is this. I'm glad the conversation happened. It seemed like Rush was the one that reached out, but this was the, the bad thing about this was it took a situation for him to be disgusted, right? For him to say, hey, I and all of the white America is is is, is disgusted with this George Floyd situation. That's how he that's how he came off. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're not concerned about all the others? Like, uh, what's her name? Um, that was uh, I just put up yesterday, laying in her bed, shot and killed eight times. Shot eight Brianna times, Taylor. Brianna Taylor. So I don't understand how how Rush can come back and say that you know um, that there is no privilege and and that this is a, a a situation where you know we're finally disgusted. Finally disgusted. What? Um, I'll say this, man. Um, I think that, like I said earlier, I think a lot of conservatives didn't see or. They always have a mindset of, you know, this person was breaking the law and they deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Because even going and going back and forth with the whole, um, I, I saw somebody talk about, they always bring up or people always bring up, well, white people get killed more than black people by the cops. Well, statistically saying that, um, I think what people don't realize is that they always, I think some I'm thinking of Ashley and uh, Jason right now. Some white folks think that that person was like, I'm not talking about them. I just, I don't want to broad them together. So some white folks think that that person was a criminal, so they deserve to die. And I'm not even talking about black. I'm mm -hmm. just talking about white. Like, that's why we don't see the, no, like when he was saying, we don't see those videotapes is because it's, it's not like, it is what it is for them. You know what I'm saying? Like they separated from, or oh, he was a bad person, so he deserved to die, or he deserved what he got, regardless of the fact. So um, I think after hearing that conversation, um, I think everybody had their points that they stood on. Um, do we need more conversations like that? I think that would be great um, to have to hear what the other side is saying. I think too too often we just are closed off to our one side and say what we think is, is right and that's it. But if somebody make a point to say, hey, um, hey, um, 
why 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 are you guys thinking this way or why why are you voting continue to vote for these people when they don't do nothing for y'all and they and they couldn't really say nothing or why 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 white supremacy why can't you denounce white supremacy and he can't say nothing you know what i'm saying um so i i think it was a I don't think it was a helpful, but it was a great conversation to have because if you have somebody with different ideologies than you, I think that's a conversation to have. You better even clean if, that up. You better clean even, that up. Ashley look, even if they rationalize it, it that way. <laughs> clean it up. Clean it up. You don't got to clean up what you're no, saying, brother. I'm, I'm not saying they think that he, way. He, I'm saying that, I'm saying that when that we're wrong. on our call on Thursday nights, they don't want to be lumped together like we're not those white folks. That's what I'm trying to say. That's hey, that's that's real. But look, even if even if they rationalize it that way, think about it for for one second. If they really rationalize it that way, well, oh man, all these people were guilty, and that's they were guilty of a wrongdoing, and that's why they got killed, right? Even if you rationalize it that way, yeah. Think about this. Even if Tamir Rice had a real gun, right? Even if no, I'm, I'm, not, was, I'm not. I'm not. I'm but not think about it. Just just no, think about no, it. No, think about what I'm it. saying. I'm saying. Think about he, it though. When he talked about from white white people getting killed that. from the cops. He's thinking from that perspective of that guy was did something wrong. He was a criminal. Yeah. He, something happened and he resisted from the cops and they had to do what they had to do. Listen, even if these people are wrong, right, this is not the way they have to go to jail. I mean, this is not the way you administer justice, even if they were wrong. It's not the way you administer justice. And that's the big problem. Let's say George Floyd did have a counterfeit $20 bill. Right. And let's say that was a real situation. He was really, you know, doing all that. There's still a way to take him to jail and allow justice to be served without killing him in the middle of the street. Yeah, I get that. I even get, if, I even if that's that. how they rationalize it, they still wrong. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. They, what you're saying is correct. I know they're wrong. But I, I think for this case, they but just they see they, they're just they just see how George Floyd died and was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. So, so I think that's where they coming from that perspective. I'm I'm a, I'm actually say something today. Um, I what I hear is that, you know, because I, I, I watch everything. Right. So Fox, Rush, I'm like all these people. Right. Right. Bart. What I hear at Breitbart Infowars, I look at everything because I want to know what all my brothers and sisters are. I just some of them. What I'm hearing is, hey, guys, we agree with this one. This one makes sense. I understand why you're mad about this one. So, yeah, you're right. He deserves justice. Those cops need to go to jail. I agree with you. That's what I'm hearing from Rush and a lot of people. Yeah. But then I'm hearing there's no problem. There's no white supremacy problem. So you don't agree with me. Because if you don't believe there's a white supremacy problem and you don't believe there's a white privilege problem, why do you think George Floyd died? If you're seeing this as just like a true crime story and you see that, oh, George Floyd was innocent and this one, this one is this one is a just cause that these people are fighting for. But you don't agree with why he was killed. Then you don't agree with me. I'm saying that George Floyd was killed because of white supremacy and white privilege. If that was a white woman laying on the ground, his knee would not have been in her neck. And you know that. I know that. Everybody knows that. So why are you denying what's true? Black men are on the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to how they're treated by police. Yes. What we've been seeing this week is there's a general police brutality problem. There's a pride problem with a lot of police officers. Not all. We've had police officers on our show. We love you. But there's a pride problem with a lot of police officers. They like they have a gun and a badge and if somebody disrespects them or doesn't do what they want they feel like they can they can get all up in them that's wrong problem is even though there's a general police brutality problem 
black men catch it the worst. That's the point we're trying to make. The old man that was just pushed down on the street in front of cameras, blood coming out of his ear. That's a police brutality problem. That's an overaggression problem. That happens to us all the time with no camera. Mm-hmm. That's that's the point we're trying to make. There is a problem. The bias, no apology. the bias that people see and the and and the lies that are made up. They said that he tripped and fell. The old man that that had the blood coming out of his ear. They said he tripped and fell. That was a lie. That lie, those lies of protecting each other happens all the time. So if you don't agree that white supremacy, systemic racism, white privilege were part of the reason George Floyd is dead, then you do not agree with me. Mm. That's what we're trying to say. This one is so obvious that, yeah, you agree with this, but you still don't agree with us on everything else. We're trying to tell you that this happens all the time. It doesn't always end in death. Sometimes it's small ways and big ways. We are constantly feeling this way or not around just police when we try to get a job, when we're in a job and we're trying to move up in a job, when we're in meetings and we feel like like I, I've walked around my office and I hear conversations. And then when they see me, it's like it happens. All There's so many examples of this and we feel it all the time. If you still don't agree, then we are not on the same side on this. We're still not. Even even if you agree that George Floyd was innocent and deserves justice, we're still not on the same side. And what we're asking you, our white brothers and sisters, or even our black brothers and sisters that still don't agree with this for some reason, we are asking you to understand that this is a problem that we've been feeling for a long time. And this goes back centuries. And we need your help to call it out because there's no way it should be allowed to stand that if I'm in a situation, I have more of a chance to die than somebody else in this country. That's the, that's what we're trying to say. Please understand that. So Rush Limbaugh, I appreciate you saying George Floyd was a, a, the, the pinnacle of innocence or whatever you said. But if you still don't admit that there's white supremacy and white privilege in this country, you are still part of the problem. You're yeah. preaching to your congregation every day that this is not a problem. Those same people will listen to you, soak up your words, go on about their business and then keep treating us the same way they've been treating us before. Don't you understand that? That's what we're trying to say. Stop being part of the problem. I've seen so many white supremacists on Fox News this week. It it makes me sick. And they hide it behind the flag. They hide it behind patriotism. They hide it behind this 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 veneer of, oh, we're, we're all working together. No, we're not. We're not. You are not helping Stop falling behind this right versus left conservative liberalism thing to be a mean person. You're just mean. Stop pretending you're doing it for some other virtuous reason. Stop. Yeah. We need your help. I told you guys uh, that I recently saw on social media uh, a group of Christians um, that were saying that this is all a hoax, right? That uh, George Floyd is somewhere on a beach. He's been paid off by the government to make all this happen. <laughs> and I mean, and it was just so despicable. And I was just like, let me just do a, a, a test real quick. And I clicked on the guy's profile. I clicked on a couple of profiles and all of them said like a follower of Christ. Jesus yeah, loves yeah. you, blah, blah. And I was like, really? Like, I mean, I can't imagine. And then they were cursing at each other and and calling each other names. And you're stupid if you don't see this and you need to open your eyes up and wake your A up. And I'm like, 
how are we going in the name of Christianity like this? This is what bothers me the most, right? It bothers me where we are all supposed to be aligned through a faith, right? And we know what the picture of heaven is supposed to look like, right? But then we see all this division happening. And I just got on somebody's page yesterday. I don't know who it was. Um, it was somebody, it was somebody said something and I was like, can we please just stop arguing and let's mourn for our country, right? Can we just, can we just make this about Christ and nothing else? Not about a party, not about a flag, not about anything, just Christ. Can we just make it about Christ? And then one guy said, here, here, brother. And another guy said, uh, uh, true that, right? But then the next, the next line down, after I said what I said, they were arguing again. And I was like, I came back. I was like, y'all didn't hear me the first time when I said, this is the problem. We argue, we need to be talking about Christ and whether or not he's not gonna come back for a church without spot or wrinkle because we still got spots and wrinkles all over us, right? So what are we doing here, man? It's crazy. Well, I think we, we, we're, we're showing who's the real church in this time, I believe. Yeah. Um, I, I do believe that people are going to see who's who and who's for it. You know what I'm saying? So um, I do say this. Um, just because people out there protesting with you, like he's trying to say with, like with Rush, there's people out there protesting, standing up, and they still going to vote for Trump. So I wouldn't, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm seeing people saying like, we're going to change things. We, we're coming together. I'm like, no, we're coming together for this situation because we want justice for George Floyd. But at the same time, these people still think of political parties. But Jeremiah, are there people who are having conversations with us at this very moment that'll still vote for Trump? I mean, you just never know. <laughs> and so when, you're not going to let that I, go. <laughs> when I, I'm just saying. So when I think about it, right, I, 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 it's, it's almost like Drew Brees. I mean, we you still gonna? You still got you know, his picture up in the back wall. You know why his picture still up? Because he apologized. You know who won't apologize? Trump. Anyway, back to it. But you know so, what? Let me ask you this question: so, When you heard the comment, did you yeah. take the picture down and then you put it back up? No, it stayed up. He got the jersey. He put the jersey on. I didn't get to my room in time. You didn't get disgusted. No, no, I was, I was, I was disgusted, but. But can I tell mm. you what happened? Can you I won the Super Bowl. That's all I care about. Well, if you won one, maybe you'd feel the same way. <laughs> um, but listen, at the end of the day, y'all, we're getting off topic. But, <laughs> but Sean, I, 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 I completely agree with what you said. I thought what you said was poignant. I think it was absolutely necessary. Um, there's only one omission um, in, in the statement. It was black women as well. Right. So it's not yeah. just black men who are treated when, like when I when I say black, black men, I'm talking about in, in the sense of police brutality. Black men are usually at the bottom of the po- totem pole in the black workplace, are, in the workplace. No, no, no. no. I mean, black women are, talking about, are he's talking about the women. In, in the workplace. Well. I know in the workplace, black women are at the bottom of the totem pole. I know. That yeah, but th- we're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about as far as police brutality is concerned, they can't be left out of the conversation. Of course. Of course. All right. So, I mean, that's, that's all I want. And the question is, the other question is. Are they are they mean? Or are they, like you you ended it with saying, "Hey, you're just mean." But are are they mean or are they really just racist? Some people and, are and mean. Some people are evil. Uh, I tell I you, I was, can't tell you what you are. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there is a hashtag George Floyd challenge going on right now, and it's the most disgusting, yeah, despicable thing in the world. There is white teenagers, white boys that are reenacting uh, the George Floyd death and. 
when I saw that, man, I almost threw my iPhone on the ground. I was like, oh, you know what? Whatever. Bump this. I don't care anything about social media. I almost deleted some of my social media accounts yesterday because I was like, I'm tired of turning this on. I'm tired of reading about it. I'm tired of getting notifications about it. I'm just tired of it. I'm so tired, y'all. Y'all don't understand I, how tired I, I think, I am. Ryan, you put yourself in those positions, though, because you no, go no, no, and no. see people and then you be like... Let me, let me, you, you, it'd be inside of you to fight. You know what I mean? No, I think no, no, you want to you know fight it is? and then you'd be like, you fight it and then you get into a conversation with somebody. I'm very disciplined. I've only posted one political thing this whole four years since Trump has been elected. One political yeah. thing. And that was like a lot, that was like two weeks ago. Right. And the other issue that I have is that I see the comments and it's so hard to scroll past them. Like I was on the next door app. Y'all know what the next door app is where you just, you just get, you, you don't have get, to. Right. But, but what I'm saying, I was on there and the guy was just like, I agree with Drew Brees. I wouldn't, I I, I believe the flag is da, 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 da. And I just text, I just hit back. I was like, why are you talking about that on here? Nobody cares. I, I come on this app to find out what my neighborhood is doing, like what stores are open, who has a new mask, and who has more toilet tissue. I don't care about your opinion about the <laughs> do you know where Do you know where you live? Yeah. I live in Douglasville. You live in the South, bro. No, South. no, no. Yeah, but it was just so, so stupid Every, for him to put that on that app. That way. Yeah, I, I get mad. So the day George Floyd passed away and it was all over the news some lady was like could you all please not let your dogs use the bathroom on my lawn i was like lady if you don't get it to go right now there's no time to be talking about your dumb dog so i was like i i just get upset with the ignorance that i'm seeing man and social media <clears throat> i hate the way people use social media that's why i try to stay off of social media in the way that i criticize social media because i still feel like I ain't gonna say what I feel like because this is gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings. But I don't, I don't care for you to post all the pictures about your life. I don't need a twenty-four hour timeline of what you did yesterday and how you went jogging through the park and all that kind of stuff. Then why and, are you your friends? Or me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have five thousand friends so that they can see what I posted. Tell them Ryan, flex on them Ryan. Period. How many friends you got? Five thousand. Tell just them Ryan. So I, but it's people I don't know. It's people I don't know. I just use that. So do you opportunity. really have five thousand friends? I know. I have, <laughs> I have like three thousand friends has nothing in common to do with, with track stars. Anything, anything no, it at does. all. It That's does. how this how the rabbit hole Ryan be anything. going on social media. He start off one way and then just keep going and keep going. Anyway, oh yeah, so, I could I could do the Guinness Book so of World Records. So the point is, the point is, is that. I think even 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 in agreement, there's still some some distance. There's still some daylight in in what we're hearing um, from our our um, friends here. And I, I just I just really want to make sure it's clear that there's still some work to do. Just because you agree with this situation doesn't mean we're on the same page. There's still some daylight, so we still need to talk. We still need to question. go a little bit deeper. I have a question. Um, um, I and I, I'm I'm just saying this based off kind of like Ryan seeing stuff online and different things. Do um, and maybe this could be a topic in the future. Um, how does white supremacy affect other races? And the reason why I'm asking that is because for some, for some people, for for some, I can't speak for other groups, but for some groups, when you see what they, how they organize and everything like that, some may say white supremacy don't affect us. So that's why I guess the question would be, and I have to do more research on it. How does it affect, besides black people, how does it affect other people? Because Ryan, sometimes it doesn't seem like other people seem like, quote unquote, white supremacy affects them. Ryan brought up a good point um, yesterday when we were actually having a conversation about, um, you know, our Mexican uh -oh. brothers and sisters, right? 
um and and other races that i don't and even if you look at what's happening with the indians right or you look at what happened with indian people yeah um they were affected by white supremacy you look at what happens with mexicans on a consistent basis i mean the whole wall thing that you i mean some people vote for like that that was a that's a situation <laughs> right where white supremacy affects them as well so i don't know and i mean it's not just that black people are affected by white supremacy right white supremacy means that i as a white person right am i'm supreme to all other people so everybody else under that will be affected by by you know them kind of elevating themselves to that um in that regard so that, reason, that goes for every minority gets affected by the that. The reason this is always, if, if you're on the sidelines of this or you feel like you are and you're like, I'm not white, I'm not black, why, what do I do in this situation? I've heard that a lot. The reason this always kind of comes down to white and black is because of slavery for one and also because because of the history of, of specifically white on black racism. Black people, the average salary for, for a, a black person in America is the lowest, right? Is the lowest still. After all these years, yeah, it's it's impacted black people the most racism in America. It doesn't mean yeah. that white people are only racist against um, black people. And there doesn't mean there isn't other race issues between other races. But that one is the, it's just the biggest. Like my, my family is not from this country. Race isn't the biggest separator of people from wh- and where they're from. It's usually money. It's class and money and class is a big separator in America as well. But race is the biggest. It's still yeah. the biggest separator of people in America. That needs to be fixed. That cannot continue. Sean, let me say, I, I said Indians earlier, and people are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, Native Americans. Yeah, yes, Native Americans. Absolutely right. So um, I don't, I don't mean Indians. I mean Native and, Americans. And, and Thank there you. are Indians, actual people from India here too. That yeah, all, yeah. often yeah, get uh, ignored in this conversation too. Thank you. No, but I, and then and then I'm asking that. And when I ask that, and, I, and I'm thank you for what you said, Sean. I just think sometimes that people, we see people that's from other races that that do stuff to us too, and they feel like, well, I'm better than y'all too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things where it's just have those conversations, and I'm I'm glad a conversation is needed to have happen. So yeah, this this is a hard this is a hard conversation. This is going to go on and on, uh, but at the end of the day. The point we're trying to make, if Rush, if Rush and people like Rush are actually listening, uh, please just at least hear the heart, at least hear the heart and actually listen. This is his his number one fear. Rush's number because his audience was listening while he was talking. His number one fear is that he's going to lose to liberalism. A lot of people are afraid that they're going to lose to this boogeyman of liberalism. A lot Mm -hmm. of Christians are afraid of that. That is not an excuse to be a terrible person. I would rather you lose to liberalism than lose to your own sin. Racism is a sin in America. We have to conquer it. His fear of liberalism won't let him make any budges in his heart towards people that are different than him. That that needs to that needs to end. That's why I rail so much against politics, because I feel like it's just like where where Rick is a Saints fan and and Ryan is an Atlanta fan. And no matter what happens on their teams, they're going to rival their team no matter what. If that happens with politics, that is the most evil thing you can do is ride for your team, even though people on your team are terrible. Even though yeah, yeah, stuff your Rick. team does is terrible. <laughs> yeah, Rick. You, you, if, if, you're, if you've decided that it's team over God, you're in a cult. You, have, you are now in a cult, and you, you need Christians to get out of that forget. cult. 
Yeah. And that's where I, I had a good conversation with the brother in Christ yesterday. And that's, that's where I am right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say I'm double-minded. A lot of times when I go to prayer, I don't know what to pray for. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to be like, I go to God genuinely saying, God, I don't understand what's happening. God, I don't know how I'm going to raise three daughters in this world. I don't understand how to have this conversation. Like she's seven. God, I don't want to talk to her about this yet. You know, it's just so much right now. And I just, I, I can't, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just so disappointed, so brokenhearted and just everything is disgusting right now on TV. Everything is, everything is disgusting. And we trust God. We go with God. But we still live moment by moment and you still have to see it play out and you have to hear hear about it and decipher it and figure it out. It's just it's hard right now. All right, man, let's get back into a unifill with the track stars. Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, guys, this is Miracle from Track Stars. I wanted to make sure you all know all about the official Track Stars universe. If you'd like a free Track Stars T-shirt, free merch, discounts, exclusive content and direct access to your favorite radio host then this is for you make sure to check out trackstars.com forward slash official again that's trackstars.com forward slash official you're in the field with the track stars running with the track stars track tracking with the track stars in the track stars universe stay on track with us This your man Brinson God Chases Entertainment. Buckle your seat belts for line for line. Vote Christian though. Yeah. Okay. All right, you in the field with the track stars. <laughs> Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, this segment is sponsored by the Kappa Studios upcoming film, Selfie Dad. We've got two weeks out before the release. Make sure you look for it. Video on demand, Father's Day weekend, starring Michael Jr. Make sure you check it out, all right? All right, man, it's long for long time. We're, we're going to get right into it. It's Gunna versus Paris Chariz. Um, This is the, the views and opinions of the Chariz. 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 Charisma. Yes, like, like charisma. Like charisma. Chariz. Okay. Yes, Chariz. straight, straight to going. the top. For I'm that, just going to say brother. Paris. You said I that right to my face. views and opinions of the track stars and track stars. You said it right to your face in the interview. The artists, <laughs> That's what I said. The label producers and others. If you feel offended by this, please press stop. Now, if you've never heard of the mainstream artists and think about checking them out, please press stop right now. We try not to do the same <laughs> artists over and over. If you're a person who only listen to Christian artists and this ain't your cup of tea, then we have a noteworthy topic and interview you can check out. We are not copying any other battle formats. We've been doing this since the 2000s. Paris is not the Christian version of anybody. It's just a bit. All right. So we're going to start off with um, Gunner. This is called Skybox. Here we go. I'm in a guinea. I'm in a castle, I'm in a genie. I bought the castle, she wanna rustle. Why do y'all tackle? Drunk on the heat. 
right, that was Gunner Skyboss. This is Paris Cariz from a city. My wrist is rocked up, she throwing a fit, I drop her, I pray to the Lord and he solve it, I can look at my cousin in a coffin, bring my dogs no time in a can, I just pray that you stay in the sands, people gon' change but you stick to the plan, ain't no change that I had you in bondage, tell me through old jeans that ain't cottage though, from old jeans to designer clothes, I need more commas though, need a wife in the back, no more problems though, I pray through the highs and lows, too many pictures, no time to pose, I find a new way, got a model room, thinking my God that I found a home, you know that they all right, that was Paris Careers lately versus Gunner. Uh, I'm sorry, Paris Careers from a city versus Gunner Skybox. We y'all going with? Ryan, I'm gonna go Paris on that. Hey. Yeah, I gotta go Paris. I got Paris too, Jeremiah. Um, I am going with Paris as well. So All right, is for four. That's a sweet with Paris at number getting the first round. All right. This is round two. We're going to start off with Paris Cariz first this time. This is um, Lately. Here we go. Don't you come to me with that how you been talk. Don't you come to me with that I'm your friend talk. We done seen a lot of faces. Yours look unfamiliar. It's just me and all my waivers look like La Familia. Yeah, up in the mitten is dangerous. You probably can't hang with us. You put the heart of the streets in the lamest song. I got my angles up. Mixing downtown at the Yeti. They got to pay for wave. Moving uptown off the couch. Ain't no more layaways. Slide right up to Denver. Mixed with Marta. Praying on your daughter. I was just a youngin' off the corner. All right, that was Paris Cariz with Lately. This is Gunna with Wanna. Here we go. That was Ghana with Wanna versus Paris Careers lately. Who y'all got? Ryan. I'm still going Paris on that, man. I think Paris' flow and, and the content of his song was just good. Right. Yeah, going Paris again, man. I'm starting to understand what the buzz is about um, Paris, man. Um, 2-0, he came in uh, on, on my end, came in cleaner. Just came in cleaner, um, way smoother. And this, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's it's clear. I got Paris as well. What you got, Jeremiah? Um, I would say Paris again. Mm. So that's a four four sweeps. O. Sweep is two zero right now. All right, uh, we're going. Too. We're going to round three. We'll start off with uh, Paris this time with Angels. Here we go. I that was um Paris Careers with Angels. This is Gunner, Dollars on My Head. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
And that was Gunner Dollars on my head versus Paris Careers Angels. Who y'all going with? Man, I want to see Gunner get up on the map, but the best I can give him at this point is a toss, and I'm not going to do that. So um, <laughs> I'm going Paris. <laughs> Paris' song was dope. Hey man, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Um, I'm with the blessing report, and generally I'm not, but um, in this particular case, I gotta go with what he's saying here. It, it, what? What do you mean? <laughs> hey, don't be dissing my forex brother like that. No, actually, I love I love that brother, man. To to be honest with you, I really really love him. Uh, but I'm never in agreement with him. But either way, I still feel that um, this is gonna be a six week. But I know Jeremiah, so I feel like you know more is coming from Gunner. But I still feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be a six week for me right now. It's three zero. I'm gonna get that one Paris. to Gunner. Get that to Gunner. Jeremiah, what and, you got? And Sean, I believe I'm he's right with you. I'm gonna give that to Gunner too. So it's two, did two. y'all hear the Paris career song? <laughs> I did. I did. You heard it? You like you were paying attention and stuff. Dollars on my head had a bounce to it a little bit. Like your so headphones it. didn't go out at, at intermittently. Okay, cool. All they right. wasn't listening. So what's what's we yeah. waiting for the oh gun online oh. So that's well, they three, definitely weren't listening. So it's two one okay. Y'all I'm, know, I'm convinced yeah. that the Trackstars universe doesn't like me, and I'm okay with nah, that. Nah, nah. Y'all know Sean did that on purpose to combat what I said. <laughs> he voted. No, he voted on purpose. He voted on purpose to combat what I said because he knew that if he voted the right way, right, that I was going to be right. But he went the opposite way to see if it if it played out and that I would be wrong immediately after I said it would be a six. Sean does that. That's his business strategy. That, that's exactly what Sean did. <laughs> that's no, I, that's I, his leadership I, plan. <laughs> I think Gunner actually got explain why. Right. Part of the mission statement. <laughs> I think Paris Paris did well on his his production, but I think Gunner's production. Man, man listen, I saw I saw that Paris video being shot in L.A. on a sunny day, just kind of like walking down Rodeo Drive, chilling. Man, that was a nice. That was a tell nice me vibe. six words that Gunner said, Sean. I can't, I can't tell you six words to either one of them. No, you can. Oh, you I can am. because you can't clearly hear anything Gunner saying. Don't give tell me, me you give can. Give me six wow. of Paris real quick. I think I think I think I, I think Rick is mad that his six sweep ain't happened. <laughs> I'm not mad. I just know what Sean did. I'm no, just but saying. Give me give me six Paris real quick. Let's get to the next song, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here one. we go. This is round four. Um, we're gonna start off with um I guess Paris. We, no, we start off with Gunner. Top floor. Here we go. I ain't this guy that can't reach. Grab it, that's that ass you need. Run up Ferraris. I came out the mud like the cleats. Felt like Muhammad Ali. Wave, I was born in the sea. Life of the party. Miami, we at the star. Speed on, we in Calamari. You don't need some, go sorry, I'm not sorry. Go to the PJ, I'm flying to Maui. Only get me long from bar. She came with me once had a wonderful day. Draw the book and put me in a diary. If you don't know about I'm I that was gonna top floor. This is um Paris Careers big wave. I just got told it's my season. Remember when I was on defense? Got to me out of the deep end. If you wanted, it's better to speak it. I'ma cough and get back to the treatment. I'm a soldier, my father to keep it. You got problems to find me the sequence. It's the master, just follow the teaching. I've been working my nights, having sleepless. Say my name if you want it, you keep it. If it's big, gotta make sure we eat it. I'ma quit, I got labeled a heathen. God works on my faith, they been peaking. 45 till I die, you dreaming. All these blessings ain't wanted, it's needed. Can't get the roads from me. No, the planet's like old to me. Full of the stroke is choking. All right, that was Paris Careers 
with Big Wave versus Gunna Top Floor. Who y'all gonna Ryan. Harris, that was easy. Jeremiah, next time, don't play the first song in slow motion. <laughs> okay. That's uh, how Rick. wriggly it was. I know. That was um, putting me to sleep. I just got told it's my season. Those are my six words there for the go. winner of that round. <laughs> <laughs> Paris. Uh, I mean, it's clear, man. It's clear. And it honestly... Honestly, when you run back the tapes, I'm pretty sure Sean will change his vote on the last round. <laughs> I want y'all to hear one day Jeremiah admit to how he has actually thrown every line for line since he created this thing, man. You know he can control what? the outcome. You control the outcome. I've been doing the math. I, I can't control the outcome. If, I've been I'm, doing the if math, your, brother. If, if it's 2-1, y'all, I can't control the outcome. I've been doing the math, man. Actually, you can. If it's 2-1, y'all, then you, you can say... You, no, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about normally when it's just the three of us. I'm going to control uh, that. You control that because you'll, you'll play a song you know we're not gonna like with the matchup. He can be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get them to vote for Paris on this one because I'm, I'm gonna make this song garbage." Stop it, Sean. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought I thought Gunner's track was actually pretty good. I, I don't know why y'all dumping on it. Uh, what? You still rap, don't you? <laughs> you rap, me, right? Do you want me to rap towards you? <laughs> yes. Why not? Yes. Rick yes, does it do. in fantasy, and I just gotta take it. Okay. Yes. 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 All we right. do. Okay. Yes, we do want you to do that. Um, but I, I think Paris's track was way, way. way. If you still rapping, then he can't be on your team, bro. Gunner can't you be got, on your you team. You got Gunner, but I thought the no, Gunner, no, no, I thought, no, no. He, got, he got song, Paris. Yeah, I thought the Gunner song was good, but Paris song was like, yeah, way, way, he, he way got bad. Paris. Um, I am gonna go with Paris as well. I like the joint. It's a good joint. Yo, Deshaun just offered to uh. To uh, respond to my diss track that I wrote against y'all like three years ago, is that what he just did? No, he nah. He he. You want me to rap at you? Want me to rap at you? He just said the one shot, bro. That's all. Really? I I don't want you to rap it. It's a it's a one shot. If people start to forget, it's a one shot. You said rap for you. I wouldn't have been offended, but I was offended when you said rap at me. (laughs) All right, right now, um, Paris is up. They forgot about Sean. We're about to go in round five. We're going to start off with Paris this time. Paris Perez, star. Here we go. They call me PC, can't tell you what it means. What it mean? Push rock because I ain't trying to lose the keys. If I don't think it's you want to get inside the ring. But want to give me a kiss, I had to hit her with the lean. Tried to kick her out, but she ain't want to leave. Thought she had class, I can see through the degrees. I got hot away, turn into the steam. Baby want the real, but only care about a weed. She been capping, I can tell when it's authentic. It ain't no rap, but we'll see when it's bar finished. I ran the fashion, tried to say it was hard feelings. I put it on wax, I want the smoke from the cartridges. We don't talk, the situation is hard in it. They just talk down, really want war with this. I come- all right, that was um, Paris Career star. This is gonna cooler than a bee. Here we go. I um that was Gunner with Cooler Than a B versus Paris Career Star. Who y'all going with? I am. I think I'm a toss on this one. Mm. Rick. Um, I gotta go gun on that one, man. The flow switch up was was nice. Um, 
And, you know, I was very heavy Paris and I still am for the whole battle. But at the end of the day, um, that flow switch up was nice. And you can't like I love the way he played with, you know, I love the way he played with that. Right. He kind of went with with different with different angles. And I love that. So let's go with Gunner for that one. Matosis. They were both very good. Close. Jeremiah. Um, I am going to go with Paris. So it's one, one. It was up to y'all. What y'all got? You let the accusation influence your vote just now. <laughs> yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, I probably did. Yeah. Admit to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to let this be my Paris online. I was actually gonna let this be my first time where I voted all Christian all six rounds with no. You do that every week. Stop. I've it. never done that in the history of line Stop for line. It. Stop I've it. never done all Christian. When we did Cardi B, you did Somebody it. Please fact no. check him. No, when we did Cardi B, you did it. You please did. Go, no, go you, fact couldn't, check Ryan. you couldn't hear it no more. You was like, I'm tired of hey, hearing this girl. Hey, I was like, Angie Rose, Angie Rose, Angie Rose. Hey, that's, that's, that was like, that's a good ploy. I love that. I love that. I love that you said that, Ryan, so people can go back and go, look at other videos. Fact check. Listen, and then fact every check. time I love I've got my hair cut, I've heard a Cardi B song, so I know I at least voted for one. No, this is this is this is before Invasion of Privacy came out. This was like a mixtape stuff. That my okay, point bro. exactly saying, my point exactly you're saying before she got her writing team that's the kind of stuff he was listening to no it wasn't that it was just i mean she, i think she had some writings then too but anyway all right that was 4-1 just say nikki 4-1 um paris right now round six we're going to round six we're gonna start off with um we start off with gunner blindfold here we go <laughs> All right, that uh, was. Did you forget to edit something? No, I didn't. <laughs> nah, yo, it's hard to hear what that brother's saying. You it's didn't hard... hear that? No, it's hard to hear what he's saying. No, he got... honestly, he didn't curse. I looked at the lyrics. I, anytime I do anybody that kind of does mumble rap, I look at the lyrics. What they said, he didn't curse. You didn't hear him cuss, dude. I'm. T- I looked at the lyrics online. So, so what I was in the New lyrics. York? The beaches? Like what was in New York? <laughs> <laughs> Was there Dior Benji? They said I missed like, two today. I missed about? two. They said I missed two today. I, I, I read the lyrics. Maybe it was too late. I need I don't to know, know. which they, two. They may not I'm, be the I ones uh, writing the lyrics. Hey, somebody's going to have to DM me on Instagram or Twitter and tell me which ones because I can't get kicked off another radio station. Yo. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, on Genius, you could submit lyrics if the person. Yo, he got it wrong. he slipped a few of those by man, cause he mumbling Dang. so like he mumbling so hard you can't understand what he's saying. So he can get one of those by you. He it's all good, man. You, Yo, straight up, uh, demo. Fault. I need you Shut to up, tell demo. me which ones before I before I deliver the, uh, the shows to the. Ray said, right outlet. when my six year old walked in the room. <laughs> Trust. You learn something new every day. What was I, that uh, in Dior, Daddy? <laughs> daddy, what are we listening to? Are we turning up, Daddy? That was huh? Gunner, blindfold. Uh, this is Paris Careers, smooth operator. Here we go. Wait, gonna make me stunt. She said, fly, ready to jump. I 
told her bye, she ready to fuss, a piece of the pies, all that I want. I got my seeds up in the trunk, a different breed, I got spunk. I never seen a Richard Millie, I bust a rhyme just to touch it. Shedding the vibe, admitted I'm dope, you wanted to spy, come hop on the boat. You coming or not, I'm throwing a rope. I am P, I come from the go, the prince of peace, the people. Please don't take my style again, I'm back with the sauce again. The slickers of all again, yeah, white teeth with the skinnies. Fat boy out here trying to get it. I was dodging, taking pictures, not a style come with it. Hey. All right, that was Paris Careers with Smooth Operator versus Gunner Blanco. Who y'all going with? Going smooth, baby. Going smooth. Rick. It's not even a question, man. This is that's a murder. You know what's so funny? Got killed. What I should have did was Playboy Cardi in Paris Careers. I don't know if Playboy Cardi had a new song, but yeah. Yeah, you needed a you needed a different um opposition for this, brother. This oh, I know as you said, Paris is murdering Gunner. Yeah, he's murdering Gunner. He didn't set a number up to win. I'm, I bet these guys can get in the boots side by side next to each other. Y'all want to know a fun fact? Ain't nobody gonna hear, the, hear what Gunner got to say after you listen to Paris. Here's the, fun, here's, the, here's the fun fact Gunner had the number one album in the country a week ago. Then Paris yeah, had the number one album. That's because everybody time. was out protesting, they weren't just <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm honestly <clears throat> like, okay, look. One time I voted for Gunner, right? One time in this whole six rounds. And there's a reason for that. We play a seven. I'm probably going to go Paris again. Like, honestly, there's no, this dude does not compare. Like, he, he can't compete with this, this guy. It's just simple. Yeah, he couldn't even get on, get to a seventh round. Yeah. And if I ever meet well, you, gonna, I mean, God or, bless. Or, or maybe I should have reversed it. They keep saying Little Baby and Paris. But we did Little Baby and Sko, which was a good one. Little Baby versus Little Sko was a very good one. I wasn't there for that one, but you guys really did. So, I mean, um, I, I I hate this for Gunner, but this is embarrassing. Like, I mean, you, you, he's just he's losing round after round. Yeah, normally there's like Jeremiah says the last one for like that knockout punch. He didn't have one. So, I, I bet <laughs> I bet Gunner would listen to this and vote for Paris. Nah, I got I got Paris, man. What you got, Jeremiah? Mm-hmm. Paris. So it's a five-one situation. No rounds ever needed. Paris wins. Now this, I think this showcase what Paris can do. I didn't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't know. He killed. Him. Really? Yeah. He He's good. Him. He's really good. Look, I I've been hearing about him for a while, and honestly, I'm I'm kind of where Sean was. Like I, I heard about him, and I, I I heard the hype, and I I just didn't really dive in. And I heard a few songs, but just didn't really all the way dive in. Brother's ridiculously, remarkably talented, and he's going to be added to to my playlist, man, as as a new favorite of mine. Yeah, man. Thank you, Jeremiah, for introducing me to a deeper understanding of who Paris is. Paris right, is so, signed to himself to people asking a question. All right. So everybody out there, if you if you out protesting, be safe. Um, if you out having conversations, uh, no matter be no safe. matter what color you are, <laughs> be safe. You know, honestly, but keep an open mind. Be kind. Um, listen. Um, you know, this is this is a really important time. The world is is listening right now. So. Uh, please be a light in dark places. Please pray. Um, please support uh, uh, church movements that are trying to make a difference. Yeah. Um, like One Race Atlanta here in Atlanta. Um, support people like that because that's what's needed right now. The church should be in front of this, not behind it. So if if there's race issues in your heart or in your church, fix it. You're out of time. Fix it right now and go out there and help. All right. Because the, the whole world is pink. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, guys, I will see you next week. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Until next time, next time, next time.